listeners, and welcome to the Roll Against Podcasting, a legal advice podcast. I am one of your hosts, Iggy Kosman, and I am here with... Chris McMillan. I'm your other host, and once again, not a legal advice podcast. It, it's a podcast that uh, concerns legalness. Yes, so, but not a legal advice podcast. Clear distinction here. So we are a legal podcast. Yeah, I'd say so. Not an advice and podcast. We are not. No. What it should if you're listening to this and you're taking anything we say as advice, that's a very poor decision. Yeah, because first of all, neither of us are lawyers. Second of all, we're twenty four year old white dudes. We don't know what we're talking about. We've had no life experiences. Our advice, not good. I'm not I'm not even a law student like you. I really have no no right to be discussing any of this. That's true. You're just like at the bottom of the barrel here, guys. I'm I'm more like the channel in which uh, you educate our audience who may be confused about the law because I don't understand it at all. And to be honest, the clarity will not improve. I'm just here to make things more confusing. Yeah, I mean, episode one, episode 100, you'll you'll be confused as equally. You will not gain any knowledge listening to this. Although I like to think our topic for today is not too confusing. As far as well, the law goes. I mean, it is it is topical, which is good. It is topical. We're talking about quarantines today. Yeah, so if you're listening to this in like 2021, 2022... First of all, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what else to say. Just you'll be... I mean, it'll be good to know, but you probably hopefully won't be able to use it like afterwards. Well... The law we're talking about is not necessarily a quarantine for people. It's oh, okay. Well, wait now. So it might apply. So, so, <laughs> so let's 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 take this back a bit. Um, when we record this podcast, I don't know anything about what we're discussing going in besides like the theme. And so when you say this, this isn't about humans with quarantine that just seems buck wild to me can can you explain what this law is sure so this is from the ohio revised code annotated um this is section 955.261 duties after dog bites person semicolon quarantine you want to take a stab at this one i i don't know where to begin um i i'm assuming it was written under the the pre pretense that uh the dog might have rabies but i have no idea nope doesn't need to have rabies um we'll read through this law in a second um but i just want to i just want to test iggy a bit more um on what he thinks this law is gonna be <laughs> i don't like that i'm not good at tests <laughs> why do you think we why, why would we want to quarantine a dog after it bites a person there's no, there is mention of rabies in part of this statute, but it's not necessary. Okay, this is going to be a crazy second at bat guess, but hopefully so the dog doesn't develop a taste for human flesh. Maybe. That could have been legislative intent, which I do not have access to, but you never know. I can go ahead and start reading this law off to you. <laughs> Good, because I have no idea what my third guess would be. Okay, so this is subsection A, subsection A1. No person shall remove a dog that has bitten any person from the county in which the bite occurred until a quarantine period as specified in Division B of this section has been completed. No person shall transfer a dog that has bitten any person until a quarantine period as specified in Division B of this section has been completed, except that a person may transfer the dog to the county dog warden or to any other animal control authority 
So that's a lot of words. What do you think it's yeah. trying to say? Um, well, I mean, from, from the beginning there, it seems like after a dog bites you, you to put that dog in quarantine as specified in the next section. I just, what I like about the way this is phrased is that your own dog could bite you. You could have a neighbor over for a little cup of tea and they could bite your neighbor and this law applies. What do you think yeah, of that? But it's, it specifically specifies the dog cannot leave the county. Exactly. If your dog bites Which, someone, it cannot leave the county in Ohio. But the county is still pretty big, so that means they can still roam around like your neighborhood if you wanted to. Yeah, I mean, we live in Warren County, Ohio, to give a little peek behind the uh, behind the curtain. And it's, it's a pretty large county as far as counties go, but... Um, it could run pretty far north of where we live and would still be in the county. But I just like that it's not just like a dog biting someone like there's there's nothing in here about the dog having previous dangerous qualities or anything. It's just any dog bites anyone quarantined. Now, does it specify in that next section how long this quarantine needs to be? Yeah, so I can go on with that. Um, so this yeah. is uh, subsection A2. Subject to division A2B of this section, no person shall kill a dog that has bitten any person until a quarantine period as specified in division B of this section has been completed. So you can't kill the dog. But probably for the best. Uh, Division A2A of this section does not apply to the killing of a dog in order to prevent further injury or death or if the dog is diseased or seriously injured. Okay, so then we're going to go down to subsection B. Uh, the quarantine period for a dog that has bitten any person shall be 10 days or another period that the Board of Health for the district in which the bite occurred determines is necessary to observe the dog for rabies. So we do have a mention of rabies here. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessary for the dog to have rabies to be quarantined. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we have subsection A3. No person who has killed a dog that has bitten any person in order to prevent further injury or death or if the dog is diseased or seriously injured shall fail to do both of the following. Immediately after the killing of the dog, notify the board of health for the district in which the bite occurred of the facts relative to the bite and the killing. Hold the body of the dog until the, that board of health claims it to perform tests for rabies. So if you kill the dog, you have to keep it in your house or in your truck, or wherever, until the Board of Health comes to get it. Even though you're not supposed to kill the dog. Well, A2B gives you an out for that. Um, to prevent further injury or death, or if the dog is okay. diseased or seriously injured. So that's kind of your exception. If you can now, prove that the dog was had rabies, then you're, you're off the hook. Now, is this law specifically only in Ohio, or is it the U.S.? This is an Ohio statute. does not apply to any other states, although other states might have something similar. So if my, let's say I went to Cedar Point, and my dog's there for some reason whatsoever. Yeah. My dog bites my friend. I now have to stay in that county. You don't necessarily have to stay. The dog does. If you want so your dog So I have to find back, someone to watch my dog for 10 days. Well, the... the I'm assuming that the, the local, the county's board of health or whoever, the dog warden is going to take care of it, take care mm. of it. <laughs> They're going to keep it in a kennel and test it for rabies. Yeah, you, you wouldn't, I, w I don't think you would be stuck there, but you definitely wouldn't have your dog. And this, this law only applies to dogs. Is there, were there any other mentions in your research of other animal pets that bite people? 
Um, there likely is. Um, so we're in Title IX, Agriculture, Animals, and Fences of the Ohio Revised Code. Oh, man, they could have gone for that alliteration, but they didn't. No, lawyers are not fun people by nature. That's, but why is, why is fences included with agriculture and animals? Okay, so this is actually something to do with strict liability and with animals escaping their property, getting through fences. Um, so this is something that comes under tort law. So torts is a type of civil law that comes from the common law, so from England and from the tradition of court precedent. And strict liability is a standard by which we take a civil wrong and no matter what you did to mitigate or try to prevent it, no matter how out of your control it was, if you own livestock or anything like that, it gets out, it causes damage, you're on the hook for that damage. So that's why fences are in there. Fences keep livestock in. That was a very roundabout way of explaining it, but... Yeah. Does agriculture also include plants? Um, I would assume. Like crops? It does contain so, a propane council. So what happens if my like cabbage starts growing over my fence let's see here i've got rendering plants and composting facilities so probably not that because like i know there's that thing like if you have an apple tree that grows in your yard but the apple falls in your neighbor's yard it's technically your neighbor's apple even though it's your apple tree oh i know what you're talking about yeah um i don't so know if, if that's... my cabbage grows there if my dog if i th my dog gets across my fence into my neighbor's yard is it now my neighbor's dog no, it, that has to do with property, um, so I don't think that's going to be part of this section. Um, okay. Just some interesting things that come out of here. Uh, we have hemp and hemp products. Nice. We have uh, possession of dangerous wild animals and restricted snakes. I like that they had to specify snakes apart from dangerous well, wild animals. Res restricted. Like a garter snake isn't going to be dangerous. They can't do anything. Exactly. So we can, hear, we can look at the definition here. Although there's also, there's not that many in Ohio like of like dangerous snakes. Although I guess if you were a restricted one, like a ball python yeah, or so, something. Yeah, uh, so the director of agriculture gets to decide what a dangerous wild animal and what a restricted snake is. <laughs> so if he wanted to... <laughs> That's a lot of power to give one person. <laughs> he could say that... I don't think he would. All cows are dangerous animals. But, um, you know, garter snakes? He could be like, yo... Those are crazy. We don't want those around here. Those those goldfish with the weird with the weird freaking eyes. Yeah, nope. Those are dangerous. I just hate them. Yeah, we do have some exceptions to possession of uh, wild animals. Um, this took a radical turn from quarantine of dogs, but well, these are these are animals that are allowed despite the quarantine. Well, the the quarantine doesn't apply to these animals. It just applies to dogs from that statute. Yeah, exactly. So these these animals are all fine if they bite someone, as far as we know right now. Um. Probably not. <laughs> I, I would well, yeah, assume, but I don't. I don't know otherwise. So I'm assuming these animals are just cool. I would hope our state uh, figured something out for that, but you never know. It is Ohio, mm -hmm. and you can't trust them more than some other states, but not as much as other states. We're not Florida, but like you know, we're not California. So yeah, let's see. This so, is a really long so, statute. I'm not going to read this. <laughs> For those, all the exceptions about like dangerous animals. Yeah, that was a long statute. Oh man, there's Alrighty. so many animals. Wait, wait, can you control F the document? Yeah, I probably could. What do you want? Can you can you control F penguin and see if anything pops up? Yeah, 
Unfortunately, Penguin does not show up. It is not. Uh, what about a a dangerous wild animal? Okay, we're gonna pivot. We're gonna keep going until we find an animal that's just crazy. Uh, camel. Nope. Zebra. I don't know if it mentions specific animals in here besides snakes. It doesn't. <sighs> it doesn't. Yeah. Does it? But there are it certain. Like the f- it, these are like the kinds of people that are accepted, not the kinds of animals that are accepted. <laughs> which include oh, man. a research facility, as is as defined in the Federal <laughs> for, Animal for Welfare a, Act. For a second, I thought you were saying they were defining certain people as dangerous animals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some are. <laughs> But uh, for the purposes of this statute, my, my bully Timmy from second grade. Yeah, no, he's excluded. Yeah, he's a he's a wild animal needs to be killed on sight. Um, yeah, if you're not a wildlife sanctuary, a veterinarian or a circus, you're out of luck. No okay, wild animals now, for you. That means you have to define what exactly they consider a circus to be. They don't say. See, that's an I'm that's an oversight. You have, a, you have to get like a like a really difficult to acquire license to be defined as a circus legally. Do you? I'm gonna look that up. I mean, you have wild animals. You have stunts. There's a lot of like dangerous stuff that goes on in a circus. There's a bunch of articles on how to become or how to join a circus, but not how to start a circus. I don't think it's something that people are doing in 2020. But they're still joining so circuses. The circus industry the is alive. Mm, I wonder how circuses are affected by the quarantine. Uh, they're probably not doing too hot right now. Yeah, especially if they have dogs that bite people. Yeah, because then that dog would have to be quarantined. According yeah. to section 955.261. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Although, one more thing. This section does not apply to police dogs. Which makes sense. Mm. Yeah. So... There is... Is there more to that that, that dog quarantine law? Uh, it just goes on to talk about police dogs, but it, it just goes to show that um, even dog cops are are crooked. A dog cop well, yeah, can, can bite someone. <laughs> a real cop can shoot someone. Just get away with it. Uh, so I can pay off this the, the, the cop dog to bite my enemy. Yeah, you could do that. Give him a little Scooby snack and be like, hey, go bite, go bite Timmy over there. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? But uh, there is a definition of a police dog. Okay. Um, Let me get, let me pull this up real quick. Oh, this (laughs) police dog or horse. (laughs) So it includes police. The the quarantine law does not apply to police horses, but I would assume police horses would also bite people. Horses are known to do that. Yeah. I mean, you have to get pretty close to a horse for it to bite you. But they're big animals. They've got reach. They've got long necks. They are. They are horrifyingly large. I'm terrified of horses. Yeah. Let's see here. Um, you can't assault a police dog or a horse. It's a misdemeanor of the second degree. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not a felony. <laughs> what if... Oh, it, it okay, becomes so a felony if, you, um, if it results in the death of the dog or the horse. What if they're attacking me unprovoked and I'm defending myself? Um... I would assume they have a pretty... I'm, I'm going to go back to um, the quarantine law. Uh, I'm going to assume that you're out of luck because it does mm. not apply to people bitten by police dogs because we probably go by the discretion of the police and they're like, if they're going to bite you, it's for a good reason. Not saying that they do have a good reason, just saying we give police the, yeah. the, the right of way here. 
That's dumb. Are there any other oh, here dog we go. exceptions? Oh, okay. I just found the definition of police dog or horse. It means a dog or horse that has been trained and may be used to assist law enforcement officers in the performance of their official duties. So a police dog could just be like an emotional support animal that just like sits in the office while someone types up documents. <laughs> And if that dog bites me, it's exempt. Exactly. If you walk into the, like, if you just walk into, like, the police department and you're trying to, like, report something and this just fat golden retriever walks up to you and bites you, you're out of luck. Does the dog still need to be tested for rabies after it bites me? Um, there's no requirement. I would assume they would do that, though. But legally, they don't have to. I don't think so. Man, these police dogs have all the power. And horses. It's just, like, real police. I'm sorry. Wow. Police dogs are real police. I'm, yeah. Yeah. So that's um that's this quarantine law. But there's no other dog exceptions, like a like a firefighter dog. No. Yeah. If if there's just like a Dalmatian chasing a fire truck and it bites you, um, probably does probably probably gonna apply. What if it is a defined by the the ACA? What if it is a legal uh like service dog? Um, I would assume it applies because there's no exception in here. So mm -hmm. the only exception appears to be police dogs. That's crazy if you have like a service dog and you get bit in another county and you can't take it home. Yeah, that would be really sad. Hmm. That's kind of an oversight. But yeah, but I mean, <laughs> still, the training dogs that they have to go through usually means they won't. One would hope bite. a service dog is not biting people. And if it does, you might want to check it for rabies. So I think this law does make sense in that case. Yeah, because their rules are stringent for service dogs. Yeah, if a service dog bit me, uh, I'd want to get tested for rabies. Back to talking about dogs and horses. According to the ACA, this is this is stuff I had to learn from my job. Mm -hmm. Legally, you can only have a certain breed of dog. There's like six or seven, I think. Or a miniature horse under 150 pounds. Will Sebastian? Yeah. <sighs> but if you have like a pony or a cat or some other animal and the people say there's a service animal, legally they are lying. Okay, but what's so the emotional difference? support. What's the difference is, between a pony and a small horse? A miniature a pony horse. Is a, a pony is a completely different type of breed from a miniature horse. Oh, they're different breeds. Yeah, like they're like like a donkey and like a mule are two different types of animals. Oh, I knew that. Yeah, not, yeah, it's similar. Miniature horses and ponies are are different creatures. Yeah, interesting. I saw a miniature horse the other day while I was riding my bike. It gave me a lot of joy. I'm glad there are miniature where horses were, in the where world. Where were you at? Oh, this was in Bloomington. There was just like a miniature. Was it like on a farm that sells miniature horses? Yeah, I was out in the boonies. Okay, because they I don't have know if they one of those. sold miniature horses, but they had one, and it made me very happy. When I used to drive from here down to college, there would always be a house I would drive by that sold miniature horses. Honestly, I want to make it to the point where I can own a miniature horse. I think it would make my life measurably better. Okay, so a pony is smaller and stockier than horses. They're usually under 14.2 hands because they measure horses in hands for some crazy reason. Maybe. I don't know. What if they have really big <laughs> hands, like uh, Michael Jordan, big hands. I mean, that I'm assuming big horse. it's like a. I'm assuming it's like a foot, where it's like a defined amount of like inches. Because if we just did it based on our own feet, then everything would be topsy turvy. I'm looking this uh, up. It's equal to four go, inches. Okay, so fourteen point two times four is around fifty six, and then addition like fifty eight inches. So that'd yeah. be under. Five feet, like four foot, four foot ten, I think. There and we you go. measure them at the withers. I, what's the wither? 
it's like a little hump. Um, so like where that their neck joins me. their back, I think it's like a muscle. It's like a little hump. That's, Look up a picture of a horse. I am. I'm looking at one right now, but their neck and their back are like the same thing. No, nah, there's like a distinct little hump. Okay, I don't. I'm not a horse expert. Um, but let's see, a miniature horse's has to be under 34 inches. That's so small. I love yeah. that. 30, between 34 and 38 inches in a miniature horse. Bigger than that, under 14.2 is a pony. And if it's less than 34 inches, there's something wrong with the horse. Or it's a baby. Wow. Miniature horses look really weird. Have you seen, like, pictures yeah. of them? Yeah, this is also a very strange pivot from dog quarantine laws to the definition between miniature horses and ponies. Yeah, but everyone loves miniature horses. If you don't, too. you're a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> oh, love them. There's one, I got a picture with one with a, with a, with a dog. It's his little friend. Oh, that brings me joy. Their eyes are crazy, though. <laughs> Wait, like a, a miniature horse's eyes? Yeah, have you ever seen them? No, because I don't usually look up livestock's eyes up close because they scare me like a goat. Maybe it's just their heads. I feel like their heads are too big for their bodies. Oh, yeah, they do got creepy got eyes. I don't like that. I don't like that I don't, I don't that know if I all. like miniature horses anymore. Maybe I prefer ponies. I'm going to look up a picture. No, I don't like these eyes at all. Yeah, I think I prefer ponies. I no, take it back. I don't. I'm looking at more and more of these eyes, and I just... They're looking into my soul in a way that makes me feel inhuman. Yeah, uh, I think they can see into your future and they know the date of your death. <laughs> uh, I, I want these horses to also be quarantined. Yeah, but look at ponies. Um, ponies are much purer than miniature horses. Um, so uh, officially, miniature horses are cursed. Ponies are where it's at. That's my oh, official no. verdict on that. I just Google searched pony eyes and it's all my little pony. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> <laughs> what you should do is look up um, Shetland Pony because I just found a picture with two of them in sweaters and it's quite possibly the best thing I've seen today. Okay, that's better. Yeah, these eyes are much more normal-ish. I don't know. I want to end the podcast after looking at all those My Little Pony eyes all at once. Well, we can talk more about <laughs> quarantine then. Um, my okay, other choice for this podcast was uh, ship quarantines in Maryland. Um, let's do that. <laughs> let's see. I don't think I saved it. Basically, if a ship comes into a harbor in Maryland, you can quarantine it. That's it. There's there's no other rules. I mean, there there are, and but they're like the nitty gritty kind of stuff. We don't need to talk about that. It's not sexy. It's not interesting. Well, yeah, but most laws aren't. Well, you say that, but if listeners, if you keep no, listening, no, you, we're gonna find some you, sexy laws. I'm if just you saying. If you're going to look at like a list of adjectives to describe laws and statutes, I guarantee you, sexy would be at the very bottom of that list. My goal in life is now to find a law that makes Iggy just wildly turned on. <laughs> I'm gonna find one. <laughs> oh, I really hope that's not what this podcast turns into. Oh, just just wait for next week, y'all. We're we're gonna get a real sexy law, just real body. Mm, mm, this is I'm. The longer we discuss in this podcast, the further we pivot away from dog quarantine, the more uncomfortable I am getting, which I did not think was possible. That's the nature of all things. That's how the universe works. That's um, what do they call it? Yeah, the, the law of entropy. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm very well aware of that. Everything moves towards chaos. Everything moves towards Shetland ponies in little sweaters and sexy laws mm. that's how the universe works mm. <laughs> it's fundamental you can't change it just how it is 
Gosh, now that that is a sentence to end on. Yeah, I don't think we can yes. take it any further from there. I, I don't. I think we should end it there. So that's going to do it for us, everyone. This has been the Rule Against Podcasting. If for some reason you've listened this far and are still interested, uh, we post episodes every Tuesday on various channels, um, which will be down in our description. Uh, and always feel free to turn in next week. I love all of you. I love you too. Well, now, Chris, you just made it weird. That's my job.